Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey, which finds us in Daniel chapter 7. It was verse 1 that resonated with me this morning. It says, in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Today's podcast is entitled, Golf Dream. The other day, I had an unusual experience. All night long, Sunday night into Monday morning, I had strange and vivid dreams. Most of them were, you know, the typical mishmash of things, both silly, nonsensical, and strange. I woke up, however, remembering one vivid dream about me and an old friend going golfing. Now, this is funny because I'm not a golfer, though I do remember playing a few holes with him once. That was like over 30 years ago. Well, I remember from my dream that he and I were standing in line in the clubhouse waiting for a tea time. It was obviously a really busy course, and there were others in our group, but I didn't know who they were. The tea box for the first hole was literally right outside the clubhouse door in this kind of vestibule with the exterior walls of the clubhouse on either side of the tee box. Uh, and the walls of the clubhouse like extended out. So you're like, you're teeing off from the back of an alley. And the fairway went about 10 yards in front of the tee and then did this severe 90 degree dog leg around the corner of the clubhouse. What was funny about this is that if I try to hit a golf ball straight, it would probably shank at just that 90 degree angle, which is why I'm not a golfer. But I could never in a million years do that on purpose. And in my dream, I knew this. And I was perplexed about how to proceed and considered using my putter off the tee just to get the ball past the clubhouse wall and effectively lay up for my second shot. I can remember thinking in my dream, what a terrible golfer I must be to have to use my putter off the tee. For some reason, this dream stuck with me that day, and it came to mind as I was getting ready for bed Monday night. So I hadn't talked to my friend in a long time, and I texted him out of the blue, but I didn't expect him to reply immediately. My text read, you were in my dream last night. We were playing golf, which is hilarious since I never play. The first hole was right outside the clubhouse. 10 feet off the tee was a 90-degree dog leg around the corner of the clubhouse. I considered putting off the tee to set up my second shot. Club selection became a major concern. Anyway, you are clearly a presence in my subconscious. And then I gave three crying with hilarity emojis. Well, immediately, my friend texted back with a couple of photographs from a golf course. And he replied, are you kidding me? This was today, the photos of him golfing. Do you have any idea that I'm on my 50th birthday bucket list golf tournament trip at Pebble Beach, my favorite course in the world? Now you tell me God and the Holy Spirit don't have a role in our life and a sense of humor? <laughs> okay, that was wild. So was there anything spiritual about it or was it just a coincidence? Well, here's where my thoughts on the prophetic provide me with some guidance. I won't dismiss it outright, but I also won't obsess about it. 
I do believe that everything is connected. And I will hold on loosely and enjoy the wonder that my spirit and or the Holy Spirit seem to somehow connect that a dear friend was celebrating a big waypoint on life's road that day. And, of course, that I should have been with him at Pebble Beach that day. Today's chapter represents a huge shift in the book of Daniel. So far, it's been a string of really incredible stories. From here on out, it becomes largely a record of prophetic dreams and visions. The dream in today's chapter describes four strange beasts that are metaphors for the successive empires that will rule the Near East in the coming centuries. Neo-Babylonian, Medo-Persian, Greek, and Roman. Daniel's dream ends with a vision of the Son of Man, a title that Jesus used for himself, who will establish a kingdom of, quote, all nations and peoples, end quote, with a dominion that will be eternal. It is not unusual for the prophetic to be layered with meaning, and while it certainly points to the coming of the Messiah, the second half of today's chapter is also regularly connected by scholars to the visions of the end times in the book of Revelation. As I contemplated the prophetic and dreams in today's chapter, my thoughts led me to consider that God was particularly active in delivering miracles and dreams and visions during this period of the Babylonian exile. And that's actually one of the themes that I've observed across the great story. There are seasons and periods of time in which the miraculous and the prophetic are plentiful. And then there are seasons and periods of time in which they are rare. I find it fascinating that the seasons of plenty tend to coincide with periods of struggle. For example, the time of Moses came in enslavement and wilderness wanderings. The period of the stories of Daniel that we're reading and Esther happens during captivity and exile. Jesus' arrival on the scene and the subsequent Jesus movement happen as Daniel's dream predicts amidst the Roman occupation and then persecution. So I have found it to be in my own spiritual journey. It is in times of struggle, tragedy, wilderness, and exile that the work of God's Spirit becomes more active and acute. Perhaps it's because I'm spiritually more needy, focused, and open during these seasons. Perhaps it's because God knows that I need more encouragement and a reminder of his provision and presence as I traverse the dark valleys on life's road. Perhaps it's a combination of both. Either way, I have found wisdom in embracing the reality that I will experience both types of seasons in my story, just as both types of seasons are present in the great story. And also, happy birthday to my friend Matt. I hope Pebble Beach was a blast. And it's probably a good thing I wasn't there. Putting off the tee would have been just an embarrassment. <laughs> have a great day, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow.